0: All right, good evening and thank you all for listening to this introduction again as I just remembered to hit record So I wanted to reach out and help in some way I wanted to reach out to those of you in the Lux Life community and let you know that I am here for you even though I can't touch you and hug you and give you a reassuring pat on the back and let you know everything is gonna be okay. And a lot of you are not my clients, but I feel like all of you are my clients if you're in my community. Um, I wanna be able to help you get through the mental and emotional and physical challenges that we're all facing right now in this worldwide crisis, essentially. And one of the ways that I thought about doing this, like a lot of my life coach colleagues have been offering different things, free coaching, um, workout sessions, et cetera. And I was like, how can I help my Lux Life community? Because I know y'all the best. And one of the things that I felt I wanted to do was to share my own personal story of chronic stress and what happened to me last week as I got absorbed into this um, this coronavirus world, if you will. And as a life coach, you know, I know these things. I know exactly what was happening, but for a minute, everything just felt so real. And it took me a minute to just kind of like step back and really coach myself and get myself out of that place where I was like physically making myself sick. And so I wanted to connect with you in this way on Zoom, which is how we do in the Lux Life community. Um, I was also trying to live stream live on Facebook, but again, second time today, it's not connecting. So I will post this on YouTube. I'll also send out um, a link to this recording so you can watch it later. Um, But I would love to just know how this helps you. Um, And I wanna talk to you, right? I wanna hear what what your challenges are, what you're facing. And if you're on Zoom live right now, you can type in the chat and we can have our dialogue back and forth. But I do want to offer some time at the end. So I'm going to talk for a little bit. I'm going to offer some time at the end for questions, concerns, challenges, and just the opportunity for me to coach you on your challenges. Now, the other thing is I wanted to share my own personal story as an example of what is possible right, when you are able to identify and become aware of your thinking and how it just manifests itself in your body. All right, so let us rock and roll. Existing in a world with COVID-19 with your weight, your life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown. Tis me. All right, last week was Tuesday, March 10th. 2020. Normal Tuesday, well, semi-normal, right? Because we've been hearing about the coronavirus for a couple weeks at this point. I had wrapped up my last trip um, where I was flying back and forth to Dallas, between Dallas and Philadelphia. And I escaped the coronavirus. I took all the precautions when I was traveling on the plane. All that stuff came home. Everything was great. Following week is Tuesday, March 10th. I wake up and decide I'm going to the gym at seven thirty in the morning, a normal Tuesday. I was actually very happy to see at the gym because I had that was the first time I'd been to the gym in a couple of weeks because I had been traveling a lot that everyone I was on the treadmill just kind of watching and seeing what was going on. Everyone was very diligently wiping down their machines, wiping down the equipment before and after use, throwing away their little dirty wipes. I was like, okay, this is good. And I remember sending a note to my girlfriends, like, I hope this, these uh, clean hygiene habits stick. After this coronavirus is gone, I hope that people still continue to be this cleanly, clean at the gym. That was on Tuesday. On Wednesday, last week, March 11th of 2020, my gym is in the area of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, was deemed the COVID-19 epicenter of the state of Pennsylvania. Now, I live in Philadelphia, but I'm very close to the city line. So everything that I do, my shopping, my gym, my my food shopping, where I get my nails done, all of that stuff is in Montgomery County. So here I am the next day, or two days later, On Wednesday, because I went to the, or I'm sorry, a day later, I went to the gym on Tuesday. On Wednesday, all of a sudden, they're asking people to self-quarantine if you live in Montgomery County. They're closing the schools. And I'm like, oh, damn, right? Things are happening in Montgomery County, very, very close to us. All of a sudden, this coronavirus thing gets really, really real. Now, all day on Wednesday, I was obsessed, obsessed with the news. There was a constant stream of text messages with my friends and my family. We're all going back and forth about, did you hear this? They're closing this. Um, We need to go get this. We're running out of toilet paper. Like It was just constant, constant overload of news. I read articles about the virus. I read how it can stay stay in the air for three hours, and how it can stay on surfaces for up to nine hours. Right? I worried about, oh my God, all the stuff that I touched when I was in the gym. I watched the local and national press conferences. There was like a, new, a TV on in every room with some channel on it. And I talked about it all day on Wednesday, nonstop. Just talked to people on the phone, texting people,
1: talking to my husband. Coronavirus was like really real. Thursday of last week, Okay. Admitting some more people. Hello. Hey Shonda.
0: I was continuing to read stories on Facebook. I saw stories about food disappearing off the of shelves. People were starting to post pictures, right, of empty shelves. My friends asked me, had we gone panic shopping yet? Right. So I was like, oh, all right. Well, maybe I better like, you know, do some stuff. So I go online and I order all of my groceries to be delivered. I get to the checkout. Try to choose a delivery date. Delivery service is unavailable. (gasps) What? Pick up the phone. Call Whole Foods. And it's like, hey, and this is Whole Foods in Montgomery County. Like, hey, what's up with your service? And the girl was like, oh, I don't know. It just stopped. And I was like, okay, so you guys aren't delivering groceries. Do you have any groceries? At first, I was like, well, why do you think they stopped delivering groceries? I was like, is this a temporary thing? Like, is there something wrong with the site? She was like, oh, it's the coronavirus. I was like, oh, damn. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to have to come to the store. Do you all have like groceries? Is there stuff on the shelves? And she was like, oh, she's like, it's real slim pickings. I was like, okay. So at this point, it's like 7.30 at night. Get myself dressed, drag my husband. We're going to the grocery store. I put on my latex gloves. I was like, I'm not touching anything, right? And so we're in the store with a, ton of other people who were in there like looking at empty shelves, like no produce, no chicken, all the meat was gone. Crazy. No chicken, no frozen vegetables, everything that I was on my list of things we should buy to stock up on, gone. So we end up over shopping, just buying lots of other stuff. And we were actually fussing in the checkout line along with a couple behind us.
1: And as you can see, I can look back now and be like, wow, the stress
0: was really taking its toll in the grocery store on Thursday. And then I'm like imagining that all of our groceries that we just purchased had the virus on it, right? Because remember, I'm in the store with latex gloves on. I was like, I ain't touching nothing, right? And then I imagined it was like attached to our shoes when we walked in the house. And by the time I was getting ready to go to bed, I remember looking in the bed and I was looking up the symptoms of someone with the coronavirus, right? That's what I was reading on my phone before I went to sleep. If you can relate, just say yes in the chat, right? And so it started with a cough that night. And then I had a runny nose. I remember waking up in the middle of the night just like sitting straight up coughing and I always have water next to me so I drank some water had to get up blow my nose my throat was feeling a little funky right and then by Friday morning I woke up feeling groggy I was talking to my husband and he was like your voice sounds weird and all of a sudden I was convinced I was sick right sick I have the coronavirus where was I going to go to the urgent care or to ER? How is I going to get tested? People can't get tests around here. How is I going to know what, what was going to happen to me? Who else did I infect? What about my husband? How can I possibly clean my entire house? Right? These are all the thoughts that start rolling around in my head very quickly after I have the thought, I am sick. Right. My worry made me physically ill. But then... Because I am a coach, I came to my senses. And I remembered my best defense is to be emotionally and physically strong. All right? I want you to write that down if you have a piece of paper with you. Your best defense against COVID-19 is to be emotionally and physically strong. My current set of emotions, and I shared some of them with you, were not serving me. So my emotional self was weak. I was in a weakened state, seriously. I was fearful that I had been exposed to the virus at the gym. I was worried that I was sick and we're so close to the epicenter of the state of Pennsylvania. I was stressed about what that would mean for my family and for my business, right? Because if I'm not coaching, if I'm not available to coach, my clients can't get coached. I can't do consults, right? Since I was sick, I was unsure of what to do next. Like I said before, do I call my doctor? Do I go to the ER? Do I go to urgent care? Like, what's going on? I was overwhelmed by all of these what-if scenarios I was creating in my head. And my thoughts about COVID-19 and my current environment caused me to 100% believe all the hype, all the above that I just mentioned, everything. My result of me believing that I was sick was serious stress and that potentially weakened my immune system for a hot second. Remember, I am a coach. So I saw eventually what, I was, what was happening in my head and what was happening in my body. And this is why I wanna share this story with you. right? I quickly realized in order for me to strengthen my immune system, which is my physical self, I needed to believe something different about myself, which is emotional strength. And by the way, the day that I realized that I, or I told myself I was sick, was the same day that I posted on Facebook a picture of, like, oh, I haven't been sick all season. I've been taking my elderflower liquid. And this has really helped boost my immune system. Like I was very, very focused on keeping a strong immune system because I knew I had a lot of travel in January, February, March of this year. Right? This is even before coronavirus. I just didn't want to get the flu or a cold, right? So in that same time period, I went from like, yes, I have a super strong immune system to, oh my God, I'm sick, I have the coronavirus, I'm going to die, right? But then I realized, I remembered in that same day In order for me to strengthen my immune system, which is my physical self, I needed to believe something different, which is my emotional strength. I need to emotionally get myself strong. And I knew I needed to be strong for y'all. Because on Friday morning, I had clients, right? So in the back of my head, I'm telling myself, oh my God, I'm sick. And actually one of my clients, (coughs) I coached her on her feelings about the coronavirus, So lots of times when I'm coaching my clients, I'm also coaching myself. So what did I do? I flipped the script, right? In my brain, I flipped the script, right? I wasn't going to believe these useless thoughts anymore. If you see them on the left-hand side of the screen, these useless thoughts were, I could have been exposed to the virus at the gym. Now I'm sick. What happens if Kevin gets sick too? That's my husband. What about my clients? I'm sick, do I go to the ER, do I go to urgent care? Do I stay home? What if it gets worse? What if it attacks my lungs? What if I need to sanitize all the sheets and the towels in my house? What room am I gonna quarantine myself in? What if we went out of food, right? These are all of the thoughts that were keeping me awake in the middle of the night, on Thursday night. These are the thoughts that are running through my mind on Friday, right? And then I was like, I'll oh, hold up, right? Stop. I paused and then I was like, what is a useful thought right now that I can combat against all these other useless thoughts? And it was very simply this, I have a healthy immune system. That's it. And I just started repeating that to myself. I have a healthy immune system. I have a healthy immune system. I have a healthy immune system, right? And I, did, I even took my temperature, right? I was like, no, I have a healthy immune system. Temperature was 98.9. It was perfect. I have a healthy immune system. And then I just believed I did. Right. And so with that belief, my actions turned into, all right, what do I need to do to strengthen my immune system? So I need to drink more water. So I started chugging this sucker here. You can see it's a one liter bottle, like nobody's business uh, chug it, fill it up, chug it, fill it up. I was peeing all night, but I didn't care. I was drinking as much water as I could. I took my supplements, my, uh, greens powder. Um, what else did I take? Uh, I took uh Zy- not can emergency, um, vitamin C took my regular vitamins to boost my immune system. I went to bed early, I woke up late. I was like, I ain't working out. I ain't doing all the morning stuff that I normally do. I'm going to sleep and rest and let my body rest as long as I can. I focused on eating really nutritious foods. No Franken foods. no packaged stuff, vegetables, quality protein, healthy fat, right? I avoided the alcohol. I didn't have any, any wine or anything. Saturday, March 14th, I woke up feeling 100% by my, like myself right? Good as new. And I was like, oh, all right. Maybe I was sick and my body and my immune system got stronger and it was able to fight the virus off. Or maybe I wasn't sick and my mind just created this, these symptoms in my body. I'll never know. And I don't really care. But I'm sharing the story with you because I want to show you that you may be feeling some of those same emotions that I mentioned before. And I want to show you how you can flip your own script, right? You may feel anxious right now because there's so much out of your control. Every time you turn on the TV, every time you open up your phone, there's a new breaking news alert, right? This is closed. Schools are closed. Non-essential businesses are closed. Um, you have to work from home, right? travel is banned. You just don't know. Everything, every day for the past week, it's just been something new, right? You could be confused because you're not sure what to do, right? Some parents I know have kids at home who don't have any schooling. They don't have any schooling assignments and you're not sure exactly what they're supposed to be doing. One of my Facebook friends had me laughing because she was like, I don't know this girl's math right? You could be angry right now because there's so many people who aren't doing the right thing, right? They want us to self-quarantine to lower the curve and do the social distancing thing, right? But there's still people, how do you, how many people do you know that are still going to work, are still doing the things that they need to do, going to the gym? I had to talk to my husband this morning. He's like, oh, I think I'm going to the gym today. And I'm like, "What?" right? And so you're getting angry at these people who aren't doing the right thing. And I put the right thing in quotes because that is your perception of what is the right thing. You could be stressed now because you're now a homeschooled teacher. This is not what you had planned to be doing right now. Not homeschooling your kids. You could be annoyed because you have to work from home and then there's too many distractions. Like you have kids running around all of a sudden, right? How are you supposed to get work done? And you're also supposed to be minding the kids. You could be worried because your income, your money may be reduced or completely disappear. If you're a service-based worker and all of a sudden you can't go to the restaurant where you work because it's shut down, then how are you going to make your money, right? You could be tempted because you have a house full of food because you did your panic shopping and you brought all this food, and now the stress of watching the 24-7 news cycle makes you just want to eat it all. Just eat it all up. Right? You could be freaked out because you may run out of toilet paper. And here's another one. I have friends who are healthcare workers, whose spouses are healthcare workers. They are worried about their spouses being exposed, being overwhelmed, worked, and being put on the front line with inadequate supplies to take care of the public, okay? So there are a lot of emotions. Yes, Lulu, you're a nurse. Yes, you're a nurse practitioner. There are a lot of emotions that all of us are feeling that are useless. Oops, right? The useless emotions on the left-hand side, anxious, Confused, angry, stressed, annoyed, worried, tempted, freaked out, all those emotions are useless because you can stay anxious, you can stay confused, you can stay angry at the end of the day You're still gonna be anxious, nothing has changed. You're still gonna be confused, nothing has changed. You're still gonna be angry, nothing has changed. The circumstance is still the same. COVID-19 is here, right? But you get to choose what emotions you want to feel about COVID-19. That is the joy of being a human being with a working brain you get to choose what emotions you want to feel right so on the right hand side i have some useful emotions right comfort instead of feeling anxious because everything is out of your control and all the stuff that's swirling around you in your city and your town and your state and your country and the world you can feel decide to feel comfort And creating a new routine for yourself and your family that you control, right? My bonus son is here with us for the week. He's doing the homeschooling thing, right, the virtual learning thing. And so yesterday we had to go over his schedule, right, and write it down. But we have control and we're comfortable in knowing that his schedule is controlled and we're not just sending him out to go to school not knowing what's going to happen. Right? So that is instead of being anxious about him being out or being in the house and us being distracted, we're comforted by the fact that he's here with us. Right? You can be confident that you always know what your next best step is. Right? You can have faith in yourself that you always know what your next best step is. Right? I teach my clients the beauty and the power of quick decision making. Right? You make a decision you stick with it 100%. Right? The the problem comes when you're going waffling back and forth like, oh, I don't know, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? Make a decision and you go for it. Right? You're 100% all in. You can be a useful another useful emotion is is being content and knowing you can't control other people's actions. So while you're over here angry because you saw on Facebook that somebody's husband went into the office today, Right, and they're supposed to be practicing social distancing.
1: You can be like, you know what? I can't control anyone else's actions, so why am I going to get mad at that? Yeah, you can be decide to be inspired by this time you have
0: with your child, right? When you're homeschooling them, this is something they're going to remember forever. They're be like, Mom, remember that time where you had to teach me at home because all the schools were closed because of that virus thing, right? This is like a time for you to get creative and be inspired like I can really impact my child right now. Right, and don't blame it on the school, (laughs) right? Instead of being worried that your income may be reduced or disappear, you can be creative. This is the time where, my husband and I were talking about this. This is a time where companies are born when there is a lot of like nothing or angst, the worst circumstance that it seems, this is where people come up with ideas. People get creative. Now I'm starting to see on social media, businesses stepping up to the plate, right? I saw today Snap Pizza Kitchen is offering free pizza for kids who are normally getting meals at school. I saw that Grubhub uh, has now turned their charitable foundation into the group up community and will be paying their um, drivers and their workers who are unable to make the same income. And they're also reducing or stopping their uh, restaurants like service charges, right? This is a time where people get creative. I mean, you can see all the creative workouts that are happening. This is where ideas are born. When out of the worst circumstances because people have to get creative and do different things, right? But when your mind is in the gutter, you're in the rabbit hole and you're worried, worried, worried that you're not going to have any money. You're not open to thinking about coming up with any of these ideas. Okay. You may be tempted because you have a house full of food. And so now I want you to clients, I hope you're listening. Y'all know who you are. I want you to get curious if you're like sitting there and you just have a constant urge to eat. This is a great time to get curious and understand what your emotions are that are driving you to want to overeat and overdrink, right? Overeating is eating in between meals or eating too much at your meals. Overdrinking is, you know what overdrinking is, just downing a bottle of wine in a day overdrinking, right? Instead of being freaked out, that you may run out of toilet paper, you can be optimistic that the stores will restock their supply. And ironically, I saw on the national news tonight that one of the big um, store chains is showing their distribution center, like we are restocking the shelves. We have plenty of paper products for you all, right? So do you understand you get to choose the emotion that you use, and that will change how you feel. Get your questions ready, because I'm coming up on the end, okay? All of your thoughts, write this down, are 100% optional and changeable at any time, right? Your new thoughts plus a stress-relieving activity equals peace of mind. Yesterday, I posted on Facebook, I was like, look, Facebook fan, everybody posts their number one stress relieving activity. I think at at that time, I had over 80 responses. And so I, some of them were duplicates, but I compiled um, 40, the first 40 of those and put those into a worksheet and I will send that out to everyone so you have it. But your new thoughts right? Your new thoughts we just talked about on the last previous slide, plus a stress-relieving activity of your choice, there are plenty of options, equals peace of mind, right? This is how you have peace of mind when everything else around you is swirling. Everything else around you is screaming gloom and doom. COVID-19 is the end of the world. It's the apocalypse stock market is crashing, we're all going to die, hospitals are over, like all of that is swirling around you, right? And you have the option to decide how you wanna feel about it at any given time. All right, what
1: questions, comments, concerns do you guys have for me? Is there anything that you are struggling with? You can unmute yourself or you can type in the chat. Yep, Lulu says, just trying to keep positive thoughts versus
0: worry and negative thoughts. Okay, so. Here's one word that we no longer use, and that's trying, right? Because trying means that you're not really committed to doing the thing. And here's an example we all can relate to, right? When you're invited to someone's house, you're invited to an outing, and it's like, eh, you don't really want to go, but you just don't want to tell the person, no, you're not coming. You're like, girl, yeah, I'm trying to get there. Right? And you know, right there in the back of your mind, you have no intention of showing up at that event. Right? So when you use the word trying, it means that you're already giving yourself permission to fail. So I always, 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 always call my clients out when they use that word trying. Right? You can just say, look, I'm keeping a positive thought. That's it. Keeping a positive thought. Just like I was just decided, I was like, my thought is I have a healthy immune system. I have a healthy immune system. I have a healthy immune system. That one thought was the overriding thought over all the other stuff that I had been thinking. All the what if scenarios, all the other drama, like how am I going to sanitize all the sheets and the blankets and the towels? Like, but that was what I was thinking at the time. I'm like, oh my God, I got the coronavirus. We got to sanitize all the house. How's that going to work? Right. But then I had one overarching fall. I was like, hmm, I have a healthy immune system. And all the other stuff just
1: fell to the wayside. Got it. Perfect. Thanks, Lulu. Anyone else?
0: Anything that you might be specifically struggling for, like you have a very specific situation where you feel like, okay, that's all well and good for you, but my situation
1: is this. And none of that applies to it. Let's let's talk about it. And you can unmute yourself too. I'm gonna stop sharing my screen. All right, quiet group here. Okay,
0: well, I just want to reiterate, okay, Shonda, Ah, you use the same word, trying, right? I'm trying to get my mom to understand the severity of the situation. What do you mean by that, Shonda?
1: What does your mom not understand? And if you want to unmute
0: yourself, that might be, if you can, if you're in a place where you can talk, that might be more conducive. Okay, y'all live together. Nope, can't talk. Okay, we can type. <laughs> it's
1: no problem. She's inviting others over as if
0: it is business as usual. Okay, so for um, your mom, she's like, business as usual. I'm not dealing with this whole social distancing thing. I don't buy into it. And I'm, I'm sure there are lots of other people who believe that as well. Now, you, like I mentioned before, you can't, I don't want her to panic, but be realistic. Okay, so realistic is your opinion, right, your belief of what you should be doing, what is realistic and what you should be doing right now. I'm assuming you mean that she shouldn't have people over um, because this is supposed to be, this. we're supposed to be practicing social distancing. Yes. So right now, and I think you're in New Jersey, in the state of New Jersey, you are still allowed to have people come over to the house, right? So your mom is like, no big deal. People are gonna come over, we're gonna do and carry on life as usual, right? You cannot expect her to follow your belief on what should be happening right now, right? The only thing that you can do is worry about how you feel about COVID-19. You can't, your mother is a grown woman, Right, She has her own beliefs and her own um, beliefs about COVID-19. And right now they're not meshing. So instead of you getting upset or getting anxious or getting stressed out because you're trying to convert her, right, you can have a discussion with her and say, look, it makes me uncomfortable when you have other people over if you're going to have other people over, can we set these boundaries, right? Can we have them only over between 12 and two, right? And when they come over, they need to take their shoes off and they need to wash their hands when they come in and they need to, you know, we'll wipe down the doorknobs and everything after they leave. Right. But that is how you all live together. So you need to come up with some type of, um, Agreement that works for you. Now we had the same similar incident. Well, not similar, but on Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, my stepson is here. He's eleven. His friends live across the street, and they wanted to come over and play. And I was like, we're mm, practicing social distancing, so we were kind of my like, Kevin and I were like, oh, I don't know. So we're like, okay, if they come over, they need to take the shoes off and they need to wash their hands, right? And we'll just allow them to go down to the room, and we'll just make sure everything is clear and that's it and so that's what we agreed to do the, but the funny thing is the kids never came back over so i can only assume that their mother was like nope we're practicing social distancing so you're not going over to play with bryce um okay you don't want her to panic but be realistic our governor has asked everyone to remain at home yeah yeah the governor has asked but it's not mandated Right. The governor has asked everyone to self-quarantine in, in um, Montgomery County as well, but that is not it's not in, it's mandated. It's not enforced. Right. So your mother still has the option to invite people over. Now, her guests may be like, you know, what? I think I'm going to listen to the governor and stay in right now. Right. This thing is evolving and changing daily, hour by hour. So if you, if you talk to your mom and understand that she's got people who want to come over again, set some boundaries, right? And make a decision and say, okay, if you're going to have people over, if you're going to go against what the governor is recommending, then we need to be doing this in the house, right? And that will make me feel
1: a little bit more comfortable, right? How does that sound? Okay, great, yeah. That's the best you can do. Any other questions? Or comments? Yeah, I mean, look,
0: your mom was a grown woman, and Parents of, other gener- of different generations have different, a different set of beliefs and about that's just, just how they are. So when you live with someone, you have to respect that, but there's always, there's always a way to compromise. But what is not useful for you, Shonda, in this situation is for you to get upset with your mom because you said you're trying to get her to do this stuff and she's not listening. So the more upset you get, the more she probably won't listen, right? That is a a useless emotion for you. what you can think about is like, what emotion do you wanna have? What is more useful for you right now in this situation? Right, what emotion do you need to have? What feeling do you need to have to approach your mom with this conversation and say, look, mom, woman to woman, This is what I think we should do, or this is what I'm recommending to do. This is what
1: makes me feel comfortable while you're here, and you can still have your friends over. When you get stuck with
0: all of those, and you get stuck in all of those useless emotions, it's very, very hard to think about very simple solutions like this. Right, that's why I want you all to be aware of all of those thoughts you're having about COVID-19. How is that making you feel, right? Is it, is it a useful emotion that will actually you know, help you, make you feel better, give you that peace we talked about? Or is it just gonna make you crazy or make you more stressed out? And Let me remind you that chronic stress will weaken your immune system, which is exactly the opposite of what we want when it comes to COVID-19. Cause let's face it, we all have a chance of being exposed to the virus. And if it's not the virus, it's it's not the COVID or the coronavirus, it is the flu virus, it's still around. It is the cold virus, right? It is some other type of nasty bug that is still around because of the season. Right, so having a strong immune system will benefit us in many, many different ways by fighting off a lot of different things. Thanks for your question. You're welcome. Anyone else? Questions, comments? Concerns. How are we feeling about COVID 19? Pam says I'm conflicted because I do home care as a nurse. He's in the hospital now and has been tested negative, but I'm still concerned because I'm in a high risk group, over 60, high blood pressure, diabetes. Okay, Pam, so you joined at the tail end. What I want you to do is uh, make sure you listen to this replay, right? Because I went through exactly, and I'm glad you joined, I went through exactly how the thoughts that we, we can decide what thoughts we wanna have about COVID-19. Right, Your thought, I'm in the high-risk group, over 60, high blood pressure, diabetes, is causing you to be concerned. The concern is a useless emotion right now. It is not going to change anything about your current circumstance. You're still going to be over 60. You're still going to have high blood pressure. You're still going to have diabetes. COVID-19 is here. The coronavirus is here. Right? So the fact that your client is in the hospital, he's tested negative, is actually should be something, um, a fact that should give you a different emotion, right? Because your client is tested negative, well, then there's a chance that you weren't exposed, right? But what I talked about is the best way to fight the coronavirus and, and fight this COVID-19 is to be emotionally and physically strong, right? When you're emotionally strong and you have a physically strong immune system, then you are able to fight the virus. And I walked through exactly how that worked for me when I literally was sick last week and healed myself. And then, um, I'm sharing, I share that story with you to help you do the same, right? But, One of the the things that I thought about, so one of the thoughts I had was I changed, I mean, I flipped the script was I have a healthy immune system. But I also thought like, hmm, if I do get the coronavirus, I still have a healthy immune system, right? I have a healthy immune system to fight off the disease. But if it's too late, if I already have it, and I can't, my body can't fight it off, it's still healthier that it will be a very mild case, right? And I I was okay with that. So either way, whether I was sick or not sick, I was okay with whatever circumstance was handed to me, right? Whether I was sick with the coronavirus or whether I was not sick with the coronavirus. Either way, I was like, I'm good. I'm good, right? And so I created that option for myself. I created that belief for myself which took me a minute because when you go back and watch, you'll see all the other crazy thoughts that I had when I thought thought that I was exposed. Okay. So I definitely, Pam, I want you, since you're not working, I want you to make sure you watch this. I'll be sending out a link to the recording um, tomorrow so you can watch the whole thing.
1: And it's not that long. It's probably like 30 minutes. anybody else?
0: Thank you guys for joining. I hope this was helpful. Um, just my way of helping you all in the Lux Life community just kind of navigate these muddy waters right now of what's happening with the coronavirus and COVID-19. Every day brings us something new. And so every day, we have the option to either freak out about it, be all up in arms about it, or we have the option to choose a more useful thought and a useful emotion and use that to create that sense of peace that we want, right? Sense of peace is the ultimate goal. All right. You ladies have a fantastic rest of your Monday
1: evening, and I will see you all in the community. Bye.